media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Right, lots more to talk about, including the, the Nivea Men Sports Sponsorship ad campaign. By the way, the Twitter handle for uh, Dr. Coffee Kawaku, you can always check it out in my timeline, but um, make a note, it's T-C-H-O-O-M-Z-A-S-S, T-C-H-O-O-M-Z-A-S-S. Maybe you can tweet him and ask him to explain what that really means, sounds like code to me. Well, code in terms of government advertising, not government advertising, advertising agencies in our country, and, and, and black-owned advertising agencies, something has been discussed often, as you know, there's been a big debate that is incredibly for a very creative industry, um, in terms of ownership and direct change, it appears that the advertising industry, advertising general communications, appears to lag behind so many others in our country. Now, why would that be the case? Well, two people, both from the agency Avatar, have strong views on that. So let me bring them in. Vali Ngobani, uh, as, who is the chief creative officer at Avatar, and Zebusiso uh, Mkwanazi, the chief executive officer, both at Avatar, of course, um, have their views on it. So we thought, let's, let's talk to them about it. So good chatting to both you guys. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having us. Okay, let me, let me start. In fact, I'm going to start with you, uh, Zibuziso, because okay. <laughs> let, let's talk. Let's talk. Ultimately, it's about business, right? Right. So, so what's the position with regards to black-owned advertising agencies? I mean, g- give me a number. H- how many are there as okay. a percentage? Okay. Or maybe there's just one or two. <laughs> Look, there's there's quite a few there's quite a few of them, right? But the the real challenge is not necessarily the number of agencies that there are. It's the size of the agencies out there. You know, so there's quite a lot of small players, you know, but in terms of uh, big players, um, say big agencies employing 70, 70 plus, you mm. know, um, they don't exist. You know, in the in the middle category, you know, uh, now I'm talking in the range of about 50, you know, medium size, employing 50. Um, we fall into that category, you know. Um, so, so 50 and below, yeah. Um, it's it's basically Around 50 there. to 70. Okay. You know, you kind of medium-sized agency, and 50-ish below, you know, you or you kind of classified under small. Now, in that 50 below, you know, a majority of of your black-owned agencies would. Would probably be employing typically ten, fifteen, five, you know, somewhere, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. So now the problem is is not necessarily how many there are, you know. It's the fact that you know in Avatar, you know, there's one medium-sized one and there isn't, you know, a big one, you know. So okay. And so so so, so your basic your basic call your basic concern then is yeah. is, is what? Well, th- this is it, you know, is that you know for for these agencies to grow. You know, it, they they under unusual circumstances a lot of the time, and we've personally experienced that. You know, in that you need almost brave clients, you know, to to take on these small agencies. Typically, what you'll find is that, you know, the work that they get it would come from small brands. You know, mm-hmm. but it's very rare for a big brand, you know, to take on, you know, an agency like that. And I remember once upon a time we were an agency like that, you know, and we have we had brave brands like your brand essays and the mm. SAAs of this world. Who, who trusted you guys? Who trusted us, you know, and, and I think they they saw more substance in what in what we had to offer. They they saw uh, our thinking capability, creative capability and they kinda of said, you know what? Although these guys are still small, you know, but we're willing to bet on them, you know, and 
And that's what has been a catalyst, you know, in a big way to our growth, you know, for even the private sector to start believing in us. You know, for us to win, you know, massive private sector businesses, you know, government had to be the catalyst to make that happen, you know. So, so is that what you are, are you asking the same question then? Because I'm, I'm going to get value thoughts as well in a minute. Yeah. That I, do you want government to, to intervene now? To ensure, well, in fact, you say they've done okay. that already. A government has intervened from a policy level. You know, they've they they have put the platforms there and, uh, from a policy level and and triple B E legislation. So the, all of that is there. But now, what is needed is more bravery. You know, because now it's very easy to say that you know this agency doesn't tick this box, they don't tick that box, they don't tick that box. But the bigger agency, which has been around for like the last 20 years, you know, easily ticks certain boxes, you know, and people tend to be in comfort zones, you know, and, and it's saying that we need more bravery, you know, in terms of those decisions, you know, um, and I'm not saying necessarily that, uh, 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 they must procure businesses, I mean, sorry, they must procure services from businesses which are not capable. What I'm saying is at times, you know, and I'll give you a good example with our recent Chevron win, you know, when we won Chevron, there was a, you know, there was a feeling in the room that we love your story, we love your growth, and we want to be part of it, and to, and to help take an agency such as yourselves to the next level. Now, that bravery came from a private sector client, mm, right? Mm, but mm. it started it started off with a, a government entity saying that, you know what, we love the story of what you guys are doing, you know, and, and we want to we place our bets behind it. And, and, you know, they've been very supportive, you know, in, in that journey for us to actually grow. And, and in essence, what we're arguing is that, you know, from a policy level, you know, it's, it's done, you know, uh, the intentions have been said that we need to create industrialists, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But now it needs to filter down, you know, into the actual to decision actually, makers. Actually happen. Yeah. Okay. L- let me bring in your your partner, Veli Ingubani, the uh, chief creative officer at uh, at the agency Avatar, the digital agency. That is. Uh, so, okay, you've been listening. Give me give me yeah. your thoughts. <laughs> no, no, totally. I think if you listen to our growth story, it took clients that believed, um, and you only grow an agency. You know, we only say, you know. Uh, from an agency, uh, as you grow it, you need people that will give you the right brief so you can do the work and employ the people. <coughs> and it's clients like Brand SA, it's clients like SAA, mm. they started that belief. So what we fundamentally saying is that for the industry to, to transform, you need the clients. And it takes a client to grow an agency. So um, as they were saying that the, most of the agencies play in the small client, you know, your logo development mm-hmm. and stuff. But it takes the real big jobs to actually make an impact in this industry and employ the people that will actually make uh, 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 grow the industry. So, so what do you want to happen? I think, I think what we are saying is that it's a celebration of saying this is how our agency has grown. Uh, what we are saying is that this is how the transformation policies led by government has even led us to win uh, private sector uh, clients. So we're saying the policies are there and we are saying that we are coming out to say this is an example of an agency that government has helped from the beginning that a brand like SAA has believed in so that a brand like Chevron can say, okay, these guys have got SAA so they've got something going here. So what we're saying is that uh, the policies are there and the policies have already started um, and, and, and government is leading those policies and, and uh, our agency is, is just one such example. Okay, let's confirm that the, the policy, what is that policy? The transformation policy. The most transformed clients are government clients. If you look at your SOEs, if you look at your government department. So it's, it, 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 it's saying that the, the, the government have got 
policies to transform the industry. And they're actually sticking to their word to say, here are two guys that started an agency. Here are two black guys, one from Manguzi and one from Fosleras. We are going to trust them with our brand. Mm. It starts there. And that's where the transformation starts there. So what we are saying is that we are seeing now it's spread to private sector where the same the same belief in that. But what we are really saying is that it started with the policies, clear policies of saying this is what we want. This is the type of agency we want to work in our SOEs and saying we are actually going to put our money where our mouth is. And, and what we are saying is that Avatar is a product of that. You know, Avatar is created by that because we'd have been still playing in the smaller leagues. But th- th- as soon as we won, I think at the turning point was winning Brand SA where someone would say, okay, if if the country's brand trusts this agency enough, we can also trust this agency. And so that is very grew. important, yeah. It, it actually grew. It's an important way. point. 0891 What about you joining in on the conversation? Call in if you have strong views on this issue, which is when it comes to black-owned advertising agencies, what role should what role should government play? What role should the, the private sector play in, in, in growing um, black-owned agencies and ensuring they become far bigger than they really are? Tweet me at Ashraf Garda. Do use the hashtag Afternoon Talk. Uh, afternoon Talk. Getting my days mixed up here, media show, uh, because it's a Sunday morning, morning. <laughs> and uh, you simply can SMS me to 34701, My two guests, you've heard the voice of Veli and Gobani, together with uh, Zibozizo Imkwanazi, both of them, of course, are co-founders of the agency Avatar. So, so l- let me ask you this then, Zibozizo, in, in terms of, l- let's get clarity, you, you don't have an issue with government, are, are you happy with government policy? And has government actually assisted? And in fact, I think you guys have admitted they've played a huge role in, in ensuring that people, agencies like yourself, actually get the business. Yes. Is there a problem somewhere? Are we still missing out something? Here? Look, um, from from my perspective, the way I see it is that, you know, like I've said, that the policies have been created, but the problem is them filtering, you know, at at an operational at an operational yeah. level and at at the level where decisions are are truly made and 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 once again people you know I've mentioned this that people tend to be too comfortable with a proven formula and when you go for something unproven you know it means that you have to work harder you know to get it to a proven state but at the same time equally so you know the onus is on 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 the black owned agencies as well you know to ensure that you know they are competent enough you know to be actually be believed in you know so you must actually have the track record of you know in the small business that you have you know in that you are able to grow it and make something meaningful out of it you know and uh, and the right skills of people because i mean we've got a fundamental belief in our business in that what truly grows us, you know, and how we get people to believe in us is because we just employ a simple strategy of having really smart people around the table. And if you, and for us, it's presenting that value offering that, you know what, we've already got the core team, we've already got the, the people that we need, you know, just believe in the processes and systems that we've put in place, you know. So ultimately, you know, it's also saying that, you know, it's also building, you know, a competence around the, that small business, you know, for someone else to believe in it. Because it's, it's also unrealistic, you know, um, uh, if, if, if one expects government to believe in them when they don't really believe in themselves oh, in the first place. Well, okay, so, so if we think that policy is fine, and, and the point that Zizou made about at operational level, so there is a difference then between, you know, state-owned enterprises and, and, the, and the private sector. Why is the private sector lagging behind that? 
I think I think it's, it's it's lack of willingness to transform, and and I'll put it very bl- bluntly. You know, um, uh, people are scared to go outside the norm. People are scared to try something different. You know, people have grown up with these agencies that they've known for twenty, thirty years, and 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 they default to that because it takes. We, we, we'd say again, it takes a certain level of bravery to say, I'm going to go for this type of agency. I'm going to go for a four or five-year-old agency that is just developing. And I'm going to actually uh, uh, get into their journey and actually grow them and actually grow with them. You know, So I think, I think it's, it, in the private sector, it's, it is changing. But I think the people that are making decisions there don't have the willingness to actually transform the organization. They want to go on as actually business as usual. So I think I think that's that's really fundamentally the w- lack of willingness by some, not all. And yet, and yet everybody appears, comes on the shows like these, and they, and they say the same language that we that that we have to transform. What, why do you think? I, there's I a think, lack I of think it's nice to say that we we pitch all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a convenient PR thing. So nobody's going to say, well, so we don't want to transform. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's very different when you have an agency like us because most people have never seen an agency like us you know so you have to actually even go past the the, the, the factors is a, you know uh, uh, there's a thing that people used to say who is behind you guys okay and we, <laughs> and, 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 and we used to look around and said we are, we, we are, are behind, we are behind us, us. <laughs> so, so, so uh, fundamentally you have to how, how difficult is that Pete I mean, maybe you want to you comment on that who, who is yeah. behind you <laughs> a, an expectation that you guys can't quite be doing it on your own well it's, it's not I think who is behind you guys <laughs> <laughs> well we're behind <laughs> us <laughs> and the good Lord, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, um, look, ultimately, it's it's not easy for. Uh, I mean, Ashraf, I'll share something very uh, sad with you, you know, in that, you know, since inception up until up until right now, we have always been supported by people of color. To tell you the truth, none of our clients in decision making uh, capability. Um, uh, has has never not been a person of color, you know. Ever since we started, really? okay. yeah, yeah. Ever since we started, we've never we've never won a pitch in that in, in that in that instance. And and a lot of the time, you know, when you talk to these people, you know, they genuinely feel that you know what we want to make a difference in the industry. And by supporting you guys, we understand that actually we we're growing, you know. Uh, um, we, we're growing, you know, the amount of black talent in the industry. And, you know, for a lot of them, you know, it's the vision of seeing, you know, an, a, a black agency, you know, that can one day be called a large agency and being behind mm, something absolutely. like that. But now, the fact that you're yeah. saying that in terms of decision-making, you're never going to get this, this ultimate white decision-maker is going to yeah. give you the business. How much, you know, what do you deduce from that, Freddie? Look, I think I think it's a process, and I think uh, um, fortunately or unfortunately for us, we're the front runners in having that. So I think as we pitch and as we prove ourselves and as we do great work, people will understand that there's a black-owned agency that can do amazing work. So I think the guys behind us that come will have it easier. So I think I think we we we've got the unfortunate curse or blessing of being the pioneers of this. So we are going to carry on uh, pitching. We are going to carry on doing great work for our clients. And there's wonderful stories. Like Chevron has believed. So it's, it's not that it's all doom and gloom out there. But ultimately, the more we do great work, the more we grow the agency now past 50, 
the more people will believe. The more but you see, I, I'm thinking as I talk to you guys, you guys are the successful guys. You got the Chevrons, you got the SAA, you got uh, Brand SA. Maybe there's a couple of others as well. So, so what does that tell us then in terms of entry uh, or of, of of black agencies at entry level, and how do they even get the first the first bit of business uh, going for them, Sibuziso? It's pushing the envelope. It's about understanding truly who you are. You know, I mean, you know, one of my passions is entrepreneurship development. And I come into contact with a lot of entrepreneurs in the advertising, digital, you know, web, you know, type of industries. And a lot of the time, you know, I'd say like 60, 70% of the time when you speak to the guys, you know, they'll say, no, uh, on day one, you know, I want to own this group. And in my group, I want to have a, an uh, a events company. I want to have a digital business. I want to have a market, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're just one guy. You know, and it's about understanding your strength in your size. You know, so for us, you know, that's why we're not positioned as a leader. We're positioned as a challenger. We're the underdog. And we play on that very much because we're the people that, you know, when, when there's a pitch process, you know, you expect that, okay, the pitch will go to this person or that person. And then we just come in, you know, do very good work, you know, and as a result, we kind of swing things all the time. And because of our challenger status, you know, it's when we sit down with clients and tell them that, listen, when you deal with us, you get us in the meetings. So no decision is made in America or London. You know, so there is nobody behind you. <laughs> there is nobody behind us. Okay. You know? but, but, but last thought, Valley, mm. that point about being positioned as an underdog, has that, has that worked for the business? I, th- I, think, I think the truth of it is being true to where you are and, 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 and what the clients you have. And I think you know, looking at uh, other uh, black-owned agencies, they want to be bigger than they are. So um, most of our clients are retainer clients, so we can claim them as clients. So you find that uh, a smaller agency does a logo for a big bank, and suddenly that's a client. And I think knowing where the grow- where your growth stage is, uh, so that when we come out and we say we've got a brand SA, we've got an SAA, we've got a, a retainer relationship, we've got an ongoing relationship. So I think as we grow, we need to grow where we are. You know, and I think we can come and sit here because we've been at it for so long and we've been pushing and we've been winning these client relationships. So I think that's very important because we see, and that's, that's actually what makes a lot of black-owned agencies not believable because the industry knows where net bank yeah. is and the industry knows where standard bank is so if i'm pitching to client and i say i've got standard bank and we come often we've got retainer clients and we say we've got band they say who's to be believed so my appeal to my brothers and sisters out there is is, 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 is to mention that because the only way we can grow as an industry is if we're real to say okay these these are the clients we have these are the contracts that we have it's not it's not a brand manager asking me for a logo for a, ba- a bank yeah, I mean, you, you've done substantial you know, business, and, yeah. and, and, and that's, that's right. really that's that's really Let's how we can grow it. Just last thoughts, thirty yeah. seconds. Um, you know, again, you know, it's 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 saying that we need bravery, you know, out there, and 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 if we've got more brave clients, you know, and I know I'm appealing because I know SAFM touches the entire country. If we've got more brave clients, you know, that are going to be. Uh, a little bit more sympathetic, you know, towards black growing businesses. I believe that we can grow this industry. And by growing this industry, 
right, and its diversity. We grow the diversity of the work as well, and the quality and and, and the creative of the work which as is, well. Which is absolutely important as yeah. well. Okay, let's leave it at that. Let me throw this out to you as well, if you're listening in, and you have strong views about, uh, you know, uh, sort of white decision makers giving business to black agencies, and why they should and why they shouldn't, and it could be you directly. Well, I'll give you a chance to certainly comment as well, if not on the air today, well, you can call in. Otherwise, drop me an email, ashraf at safm.coz. I'd like to get your thoughts on this one. As far as uh, GCIS is concerned, well, we chatted to them as well, and they're having a workshop pretty soon, I understand, on this issue. So uh, we will get them on board and get their response in terms of updates uh, pretty pretty shortly. In fact, it'll uh, come up, yeah, I think in a couple of weeks, in fact, maybe even next week or the week after. Okay, let's leave it at that. Thanks for your time, guys. Veli Ngobani from the Avatar, and Zibuzizo Imkonazi from Avatar as well. Both of them, and nothing behind them. It's a point well made. <laughs> right, let's get into the, to the Nivea sponsorship, sports sponsorship advert for Nivea men right after this.